the next level of your business usually doesn't need you to work harder. It might need you to work a little bit smarter. It might need you to focus on the right things. And it probably needs you to work on the mindset blocks that are getting in the way. But it probably doesn't need you to put more hours in. Instead, it actually probably needs you to prioritize your self-care and your energy management. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 606. Today, I'm talking about growing your business to the next level because I am a big believer that the things that you do to get your business to this level aren't going to be the same things that work to get your business to that next level. What got you here won't get you there. And this is something I have to remind myself each time I want to reach the next level in my business. What works to get you to 100K won't get you to 500K. What works to get you to 500K won't get you to a million and so on and so on. At each level, we need to pause, reflect, realign. What's working? What's not working? And what needs to change to get my business to that next level? Something that keeps coming up quite a lot for me recently is the quote, nothing changes if nothing changes. I think I saw it about three places in the space of 24 hours. And I was like, oh, okay, the universe is sending me some kind of sign here to be like, what do I need to change in order to break through the ceiling that I've hit, this level that I'm at, so I can get to that next level? You know, we, if we've heard that quote, like insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I think it was Einstein who said that or some version of that. And if you keep doing the same thing, how can you expect to get different results? This is true in business as it is anywhere else. You know, like even fitness, right? The workout that you were doing that was really tough. Uh, when you first started exercising, chances are your body's adapted to that and you're like, oh, this is easy now. So you have to progressively overload your muscles to get stronger. Business is kind of the same. You need to change things up. You can't just do it the same way and expect to see linear growth as a result. So here are six different things to consider as you grow your business to the next level. First up, your vision, your strategy, and your tactics. Now, we live in a very tactics-heavy world where everyone's prioritizing the things that are working right now. They're like, oh, reels are working, TikToks are working, and they start building their business around tactics. But unfortunately, without knowing what your vision is, what your strategy is, then your tactics are potentially going to take you to the wrong place, right? So your vision informs where your business is heading at any point in time. Your strategy is the route you will take to get there, and your tactics are the actions that plug into your strategy to get to your vision. You can have the best tactics, but without the right strategy, you won't arrive at your destination. 
You can have the best strategy, but without clarity on your vision, you'll arrive at the wrong destination. And you can have the best strategy and the best vision, but without the right tactics, you won't arrive anywhere. Okay, so your vision is what you desire deep down. It's not what you think you should want. It's not what other people have told you what you need to want. It's not influenced by what other people might think or what other people might say about it. It's what you desire deep down. And it's okay for that to change over time as you learn yourself a little bit better, as you figure out what you like, what you don't enjoy doing, what you want your life to look like. It's okay for that to change. But as long as you are clear on what you want right now. Now, the fastest way to create a business that doesn't feel good or aligned is to follow someone else's vision or do what you believe you're supposed to do, right? You don't have to want a particular thing. You can design your business the way you want it to be. And if you prefer to prioritize your lifestyle over building a huge empire, it doesn't mean you're any less ambitious or you're not as hardworking or you're less successful than somebody who does want to build a big empire. It is possible also to achieve more than you thought was possible. So be careful where you are limiting yourself with your vision and also know that it's possible to build a big successful business and still have balance in your lifestyle. Okay. It doesn't mean you have to sacrifice balance if you do want to build a big business. It just means you need to be a bit more strategic about how you're achieving that vision. The second thing to consider is your business model. The business model for most online businesses is quite simple. And it's actually so simple that most business owners don't even think about what it is. They don't even know that they have a business model. But if you are in business, you have a business model of some kind. Uh, It might be very broken. It might be almost non-existent, but there is some kind of business model there. So your business model includes, you know, what do you sell? What do you do? Who do you sell it to? What's your value proposition? Where do you sell it? For most of you, it's going to be online. What costs are involved in selling it? What resources are required to deliver what you sell? That's all a huge part of your business model. I mean, that's a very simplified overview, but all of those things go into determining the kind of business that you build. And when you are growing to that next level, you might actually need to shift some of these pieces of your business model around because the business model that gets you to 100K might not be the same business model that gets you to 500K. Probably won't be, actually. For example, the people you're selling it to. When you're starting out, niching is much easier than trying to go for a really broad market. But as you start to grow, you might need to increase your total addressable market, your TAM. That's what it stands for, T-A-M, by the way. Uh, You might need to increase that total addressable market. So, you know, it might look like going from working with small business owners to working with corporates or enterprise. It might look like what I did where I was focusing solely on launch strategy and actually taking it one step back. And now I'm looking at online, entire online business strategy, because I realized this is another area now I can help my audience with. Maybe you need to change up your offer suite. Maybe that's a part of your business model that needs to change. Many students who've come through offer less, sell more. They've been shocked when we tested their business model and they realized that their current vision and their goals weren't actually achievable with what they had to sell at the moment. So they've had to completely redesign their offer suite in a way that best serves their clients and the way that serves the kind of business and the kind of life that they want to build. Because there are so many different things you can sell and it's not like, it's not just a matter of something that's time for money versus something that's scalable and passive. 
It's almost like a continuum, right? Where on one end of the continuum, we have offers that are 100% dependent on your time to deliver to deliver them. Coaching, client services, that kind of offer. And then on the other end, we have something that's completely hands-off, completely passive, you know, eBooks, <laughs> guides, those kinds of templates, those kinds of things. And I say totally passive because, I mean, there is always going to be some effort involved in selling them and customer support, but you're not having to put time into delivering each extra unit that you sell. But this is a continuum. It's not black and white because along that continuum, we also have things like productized services. We also have things like leveraged offers. And there are so many different things that you can sell across this continuum. And the things that you sell to get your business to where it is now probably won't be the same ones that you sell to get your business to where you want it to be, even if you have no idea what it is that you could sell right now, okay? Uh, Because there's bound to be a million different things you can sell. Uh, So go check out Offer Less, Sell More if you haven't. It's only, it's a three-hour short course. It's not super long or anything. It's a really actionable, self-paced course that at the end of that three hours, you've completely redesigned your offer suite in a way that brings your ideal clients back again and again so that you're not constantly having to try and find new people, but so that you can keep re-engaging and adding more value to the same people over and over again and increase your profit that way rather than trying to constantly find new people to buy what you're selling. Uh, another part of your business model that might change is pricing. Like you might need to increase your prices, especially if you start to invest in things like software or a team. Now you need to factor those expenses into how you price it. Uh, same with team. You know, Do you need to hire a team? Do you need to bring in other resources to help you grow because they usually, there comes a point where you can't keep doing it all yourself. And a lot of the time, this point actually comes before you feel ready to hire. <laughs> it's like the catch 22 of like, I'm not ready to hire, but I need help. Well, unfortunately, yeah, you have to at some point jump before you feel a little bit ready with that. Then the third one is, well, I've actually lumped together three for this one, but that's task management, project management, time management. So having systems in place so that you and anyone that you have in your team, you all know where the boat is heading, who needs to row, when they need to be rowing, what they need to be rowing. You know, even if it's just you in your business, there comes a point where you can't rely on just to-do lists. You need to actually start splitting it up by projects. You need to start prioritizing tasks. Like what projects do you need to complete to grow your business to that next level? What tasks need to be done within these projects? Where are you focusing your time? It's so easy to procrastinate when you don't know what you need to focus on or alternatively, you spend it on the wrong things, things that don't move the needle. You spend time creating an Instagram reel when actually maybe a better use of your time is to create a new sales process or throw together a new offer. Then number four is your own personal effectiveness. Who does the next level of your business need you to be? Who do you need to be for that next level of your business? What does it need you to do? What does it need you to stop doing? I journaled on this recently when I was flying over to Mexico and I realized mine needs me to be more measured. It needs me to be more deliberate in how I plan and do things. It needs me to get things done ahead of time so I'm not stressing myself out and leaving things to the last minute. It needs me to do bigger, scarier things because the things that used to be big and scary aren't that big and scary anymore. Now, the next level of your business usually doesn't need you to work harder. It might need you to work a little bit smarter. It might need you to focus on the right things. And it probably needs you to work on the mindset blocks that are getting in the way, but it probably doesn't need you to put more hours in. 
Instead, it actually probably needs you to prioritize your self-care and your energy management. But that's something to definitely journal on. Like who does that next level of your business need you to be? Then number five, systems and structure. So I have always been very averse to structure, but I've found that structure creates freedom and it facilitates consistency, especially if you're somebody who's not naturally a consistent person like me. Having that structure in place makes it possible, makes it easy to stay consistent and it reduces the mental load that's required to do certain tasks. You know, like this podcast, for example, it's so much easier to consistently share podcast episodes when I know that I have to do them every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If I had to think about, oh, what days am I going to share episodes and should I share this should I share one this week or three this week? Suddenly there's a lot more decision-making involved and that's chewing up my mental energy. It's chewing up my mental bandwidth that I can use in other areas that are more important. I did the same with my content calendar. I turned my content calendar into a daily structure. Every day I sat down at my desk, I checked my content calendar, I knew exactly what needed to be created or posted and I just did it. I didn't have to think about it, I just did it. And now I've been able to hand that over to Jay on my team. I've handed that calendar over and now she knows what needs to be created or what needs to be posted and she knows what I need to do, she knows what she needs to do and if I'm behind on something, she tells me. And it just takes so much so much extra decision-making out of it because it's just happening. And then number six, last but not least, sales processes. So in other words, how are you selling your offers? And I don't mean putting it up on Instagram and telling people, hey, buy my course. That's not really selling your offer. That's just telling people about it. One way to sell it is a live launch, like what I teach in Launch Magic. Evergreen funnels, that might be another way to sell it. Sales calls might be another way to sell it. But putting up a post on Instagram and giving the call to action to buy it, that's probably not going to be enough to sell it. And the idea is that when you create a sales process, that can be scaled or automated. That Automating it or scaling it means that you can then grow it. It means you can bring more revenue in rather than you constantly trying to drum up sales essentially. Okay. But you need to know what that process looks like before you can automate it, before you can scale it. Now, next week I am opening doors to my brand new program, Freedom Fast Track. It's a 12 month sustainable business accelerator to turn your online business into a consistent cash flow engine. So you can go from feeling like you are the overworked, underpaid employee in your business to actually having a business that's profitable while you are away from your desk. And all of the things that I have talked about in this episode, we go through those over the 12 months, plus a little bit more, but we go through all of these things over the 12 months so that you can take that business to the next level without working harder, without putting more time in, without compromising your freedom and actually being able to create more freedom as a result of following this process and putting that structure in place. This is opening up next week. Stay tuned. Uh, if you're not on my email list, jump on that at stephtaylor.co slash dbb and you will find out when doors are open. You'll be able to sign up and get the early bird price because it is never, ever, ever going to be this cheap ever again. Uh, this is like the, the founding students round and next time we run it, it's going to go up in price. 
All right, that is it for today's episode. If you haven't left a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do take two seconds to do so. I read all of them. It means a lot to me when you do. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.